Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Ivy Hewitt. We're back. Okay, we took a long, really long break, and I do feel bad about it. I yeah, it just I mean we didn't mean to. It just our family vacation schedules were not aligned, and so it just sort of happened. Yeah, we just kind of fucked up. Like I was out of town and then Brian was out of town and then it ended up being three full weeks, which we didn't plan, but, but it is summer and, you know, Goop always does take their schedule, you know, August hiatus, the yes. last two weeks of August. So for us, it's just the first two weeks of August and sort of the last week of July. We yeah, we just did it a little earlier because now I think a couple of days ago the goop staff started their vacation. So and everyone's on vacation. I mean, like, I feel like I'm getting notifications from podcasts left and right that they're gonna take a break. But the only thing is we were like, Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna be back. Sorry, but we didn't. So I feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, so we apologize. We probably didn't um we didn't coordinate things as well as we should. And but you know, you got a few fewer podcasts. We did unlock a uh, our our goop kitchen patreon podcast yeah now you know what we got at erewhon and i mean if you're like me you have like a hundred podcasts in your queue anyway and it's like overwhelming so we helped you you know get that queue down yeah should we talk about our vacations yeah let's talk a little bit about where we went what we did if there were any goopy moments um so aggie where did you go on vacation I went to the East Coast. I went to uh, Washington, D.C. and New York City. But you didn't make it up to Martha's Vineyard for Obama's 60th birthday? Um, No, I was actually back safe in L.A. from that super spreader event by the time that happened. So I was not at the um, at the Martha's Vineyard, whatever, compound or whatever. (laughs) the whatever the the gen x chappaquiddick is exactly (laughs) yeah no i didn't make it um but let's see so the big the number one thing i did on this vacation was eat food i ate a lot i ate incredibly unhealthy Mm. very expensive and delicious food it was great um I in Washington DC, I did get to make it to call your mother, the bagel restaurant that I ate a lot of bagels on this trip. I must say mostly bagels. Um, 
we went to uh, Call Your Mother, which was the um, the play, the first place that uh, Joe and Hunter went um, when on their way home from church. There was like a big to do because that was like his first like DC local restaurant visit. And this is a bagel place um, or a restaurant? It's a bagel place, like a like a little independent bagel carry out. It did a thing which I find incredibly irritating. Like it's a Jew dash ish bagel restaurant. Yeah. And I feel like with these Jewish places where they're like, we're Jew ish, but we're not real Jews. They're like, we're bad Jews. And our fucking shit has bacon on it is like so unnecessary and so cringy and just like mortifying. And if you don't want to be Jewish, just don't call it Jewish. Just just say it's a bagel place if you are so ashamed of yourself. Yeah, and it's a bagel place. Like people bagel. will know what cuisine inspired it. And then it's like you're either kosher or you're not kosher. And like yeah. just chill. And also like the other thing that's so annoying is like the I feel like the main thing is they want to make some sort of apology or like explanation for the fact that they're not kosher when like no Jewish belly is kosher. And there's like an entire school of Judaism called reform Judaism where being kosher isn't necessary. So like, you really don't have to make a big fucking to do about it. You can just, just, just say you're Jewish or don't. I don't yeah. need this like weird thing. And if you keep kosher, you know, exactly which restaurants you can go to and which you don't you can't so like it doesn't like you don't need to advertise to the non-kosher people because the kosher yeah. people know exactly what where oh, they can it's and cannot go for non-kosher people yeah. to be like don't worry we're not really jews which I but were the bagels good the bagel was fine it was like one of those bagel places where like they do crazy things and so you don't really get a good sense of like if the bagel is actually good but i actually kind of love the bagel that i got there and i haven't been able to stop thinking about it and of all the bagels that i ate all over new york city it's the one that i'm like wow the bagel mm -hmm. because it was a crazy combination of i always get plain untoasted bagels here's what they put on it cream cheese jalapeno bacon nectarines hmm. and potato chips and it was really good that sounds great that sounds like it, a great combination it was a brilliant combination and i think about it all the time and you could that's something that you could like easily duplicate at home there's no weird yeah. ingredient no weird ingredient and i have since i got home made a toast and put cream cheese and nectarines and drizzled a little honey on top, which was really yeah. good. Nectarines are peak, peak, peak right now. It's get your nectarines and get your tomatoes because it's time. It's go time. Plums, your peaches. Uh, it's funny. I made like avocado toast for breakfast today and I had some like pickled jalapenos left over that I made last night. Oh yeah. Um, and I put those pickled jalapenos on the avocado toast with a little yeah. pepper jack cheese and yes. red pepper flakes. It was like triple spicy yes. avocado toast. It was so fucking good. Extra spicy avocado toast. Yeah. That one's so good. Oh man. <sighs> so, so besides yeah, so bagels, what was your favorite meal in New York or DC? Oh man. I mean, well, my favorite, oh God. Um, well, I went to Roberta's in Brooklyn. Oh, I, oh, that's my old stomping grounds. Yeah, really? Yeah, Robert, like that was, this is so dorky, but like right 
when I started doing improv, <laughs> my teammate's apartment was like around the corner from Roberta's. And this was before it got like super trendy. So they would just to sell slices. Oh, like, really? For three bucks. Yeah. In the day. Yeah. I think it was just the daytime. But like after improv practice, we would always like walk down to Roberta's and get like a great $3 slice of pizza. Um, yeah, I mean, it was really good. And it was, I've been to the one in Culver City. And um, I definitely think just the vibe in the Brooklyn one is a lot nicer and really different. The one in Culver City feels very like Culver City buttoned down. No. Wait, oh, sorry, I thought you were frozen. No, just, um, just silently <laughs> raptured by your uh, Roberta's review. But um, yeah, I I really like the atmosphere in the Brooklyn restaurant. It was the kind of place that like you just can't go to in LA. It was very refreshing to be in New York. I gotta say, like I do think that all of the you know I read your pizza opinion sure. I the, the bagel thing I mean I definitely think that whatever I don't know I'm not a big competition person but like if you live in LA and you want good bagels and pizza like you definitely have options I don't think it's quite the same that as it used to be where like you can only get certain things in certain places but the atmosphere is still just like so much more comfortable and relaxed like mm-hmm. Obviously not in, not in every aspect, but I, the people just feel a lot more genuine, like seeing a person like, like one, one day we, we went and got bagels and ate them in the park. And there were just like people hanging out and like reading by themselves and like eating lunch on a bench. And it wasn't an ordeal where here, I just don't feel, I feel like everyone here is like so self-conscious about things like that. And like, aren't really like, just like living their lives. Yeah. That's I feel like I go to the park and read. So by myself a lot, maybe that's just because you're from New York. I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. And that's right. true. I don't see like, if I just walk to North Atwater, North Atwater park or even to Griffith park, I don't see too many people. I mean, I guess on the weekends you'll see some people, I don't know, but or it's a different vibe. Like- you're right. I feel like if you do it's like someone is wearing like a court an outfit that they picked out just to do that activity and like that's what they're doing that day and they like kind of want someone to look at them yeah, I, yeah. I don't know maybe I'm just projecting but that's sort of what I get. um I'd be cu- I'd be so curious to go back to Bushwick like because I haven't the last several times I've been to New York I haven't like gone to that neighborhood and I just can imagine because it was already so getting so rapidly gentrified when I left and I can imagine now it's like it's com- just completely different I mean, it is, I mean, well, I don't need to tell you, but yeah. like, obviously like all of Brooklyn is just like incredibly, I mean, it feels very suburban in a lot of places. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. But it was great. And I went, you know, I saw some family that I have in New York and um, yeah, I would say Roberta's for the vibe. I also do think that the pizza at Roberta's that I had in New York was better than the Roberta's in LA, but that I also- could see that. But it also, it's like, it's so hard to tell because I think so much has to do with your experience. And like when you're on vacation and you're with like your yeah, yeah. friend that you haven't seen. I mean, the pizza, the pizza is very good at Roberto's. It's so good. Yeah. And I have to go back to the one in Culver City and do a comparison. I did the second I got here, immediately go to Bell's Bagels and see if I could detect a compare. If I was like doing, I was like, I have to try this yeah. right as soon as I get back. So it's like fresh in my memory. What do you think? I definitely think that Bell's Bagels is as good as like Russ and Daughters or whatever. I think yeah. it's the same quality for sure. I think it's like exactly the same. I don't yeah. think it's like better, but I no. think it's the same. Um, my one thing with Bell's is they still refuse to make a cinnamon raisin bagel. 
And Brian, that's good, actually. I, no, I love, sorry, but like the morning, you're hungover, you want like sugar, I, a cinnamon raisin bagel with strawberry cream cheese, like Brian, too much strawberry cream cheese. You have to just. And a diet Mountain Dew at like 11 Brian, in the morning on a Saturday morning. Back to the suburbs. <laughs> Yeah, so good no. but every new york bagel place it's not like oh like every new york bagel place makes a cinnamon raisin bagel i don't know what bells is trying to prove honestly i'm on i support it mm. i also support i think there was a place in new york that i was reading about that until the last like year would refuse to toast your bagels but they like eventually had to hold the oh i think that's that's bagel hole in park slope where i used to live uh that was their thing it was like a it was like I think it was like an old place. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, yeah. Bagel has been I, there since like the forties or something. I support that. Sure. Um, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. The toasting thing. I mean, if your bagel is fresh, you don't need it toasted. Uh, a day old bagel. Obviously I like toasted. Like if I'm having it at home. If it's yeah. The best way to do a home bagel or like if you have to have like a supermarket bagel, in my opinion, is butter it and then put it either in a toaster oven or in the broiler so mm. it like gets like crispy and like melty in there and then you like you know you have your own delicious texture that really that sounds really good anyway um, I ate a lot of this. that was my that was the majority of my vacation. well yeah I'm glad gl glad you had a good culinary vacation because I had an amazing vacation and yet uh Yellowstone National Park is not known for its food so that was the <laughs> Uh, I mean, we, 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 we really what'd you say? You do get really hungry from like hiking around and then you want to eat like beans on a fire. Totally. And like we, so it was, uh, with John's family, like whole extended family. So there was, I think like 14 or 15 of us in this big house, um, just West of the national park. So we would, you know, go into the park and hike and do our sightseeing or whatever. And then at night, um, like a different person would cook dinner every night. So we ended up having good food, but like the one or two times we actually like got food in the park, it's, I mean, it's fine. It's like to sustain yourself from when you're exercising, but there's no, like, there's nothing. I, I mean, maybe in Jackson hole, which we didn't get down to Jackson hole or to like, um, Montana. Oh, what's the town in Montana that everyone's moving to? Up People are moving to Montana. Yeah. There was a whole LA. It was, a, it was either the LA times or the New York times. There was this whole article about like, everyone's moving to this one town in Montana. Ooh, I'm going to do it. Um, no, they don't want you there. Cause like prices, there's like a Lululemon now and like prices are housing prices have gone insane. So people are like, please don't move to our town. Oh man, you can't go anywhere. I know. But anyway, like where we were staying, there was no, there was nothing goopy. Like there was no sign of goop. My, little bottle of Vintner's daughter was probably the only Vintner's daughter in a hundred mile radius, which is fine. That's I had the best skin in the park. Good. It's always good to have the best skin in the mm. park. We, yeah, I definitely had some like, you could be like shopping moments in New York, but they weren't like nothing necessarily relating to skin. No. Did, did you, you didn't go to the stop by the goop store in NoHo? I did not go to the goop store. I didn't or the make, one in Amagansett. I didn't make it to Amagansett. You didn't, you didn't make it to the East End? No, I wasn't in Amagansett. Mm. But I um, I do sort of understand why they get, um, why they all go out of business. Because I feel like, in the, especially in New York, there's one in New York. I guess yeah, there's one in, uh, in, in NoHo, like right off of uh, Broadway, 
on like uh, like on Great Jones Street, maybe one of those cobblestone streets. I oh okay. I guess I just don't get why. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like you don't need it. And I feel like you don't need a goop store actually anywhere. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I feel wow. like most of those, I, I feel like a goop store would do better in a place like, I'm going to be a little bit of a coastal elitist, but like maybe like a place like Austin or Nashville, or like they had one, I think in Dallas, like places where there's, and so obviously, you know, sorry, everybody, but like, like there are places where there's sort of a, a market for that kind of thing, but there just isn't like a maybe a ton of, I think those things are available in any major city, but the Gwyneth Paltrow branding is only valuable in places that don't have a lot of access to celebrities. Basically. So it's like, it's like the, here's the one place in town where you can buy your high-end clean beauty. But I think you probably can get that just about anywhere. I think the selling point for it is that it's Gwyneth Paltrow's company still because most of the stuff you can get anywhere or obviously on the website I don't think it's like I mean I just don't think it's worth a special trip to go to the store unless you're excited about the the brand no and the only thing like I mean for us it's so far to drive to Brentwood for the store but I do like the and I don't know if they still you're still able to do this after the pandemic but like I like the idea of getting to sample things and like smell things before I buy them. That's true. That's definitely true. Uh, and I would definitely go more often if there was one on the East side, but there, they still can't get their shit together to do a goop kitchen on the East side. Which I'm sorry, there should be a goop kitchen in Silver Lake. It's just a ghost kitchen. Like have any ghost kitchen. I just, it's, I feel like they're, I would have ordered from Goop Kitchen probably a half dozen times in the past couple months. I if, look at the menu all the time and I'm yeah. like, should we drive out there? It's literally, it's the best restaurant I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love Goop Kitchen so much. I, I want to go so good. And, and like, so good. I, why, I don't need like a million like tender greens. I just want Goop Kitchen. I mean, I would literally sacrifice every tender greens on the planet for one more Goop Kitchen. Absolutely. No question. Yeah. Now that Green Blots is closed, it's going to be where I go to get my chicken salad. Ah, uh, yeah. Green, I mean, that's sad that Green Blots closed. I was very sad. I loved Green Blots. It's good. I can't eat that shit anymore, though. I'm going pescatarian. Are you really? I'm kind of like flirting with going vegan. I, I subscribe to Hungry Root. Yeah, I we I just ate so much meat in Yellowstone, like because that's like we just like barbecued like chicken or like beef or whatever every night. And at, since I've been back, I like can't even look at a piece of meat. I'm just like, oh no. I mean, I totally get it. Like the the when you're on vacation, like you go. I went. I was really messed up on vacation. Okay, like my brother and I in D.C. unsupervised. It was a it was fucked up. Okay, like we did really <laughs> fucked up stuff. Like we went to places that we shouldn't have gone and ate things we shouldn't have eaten <laughs> hey i mean that's what vacation is for yeah uh but i just i i feel in because i was you know i was vegetarian for several years in my like late teens and early 20s and like i just feel my body getting back to that place of like yeah. oh i don't i don't want to eat meat like it, it's no other reason but like it literally doesn't look good to me except for fish i always love fish um and i don't think like I'm trying to not eat a lot of dairy, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't think I would be full vegan, but just eating vegetarian, like 80 to 90% of the time is where I'm at. Yeah, I get that. I mean, like I love, I love my dairy, but it's really hard on the old system. Oh yeah. It's, I and mean, as we age, it gets harder and harder 
I can't even have nachos anymore. I can have like a nacho and then I'm done. I know I have this Kite Hill cream cheese coming. Mm, it's pretty good. So we'll see. What yeah, happens. Kite Hill cream cheese is pretty good. It's not coming in the mail, obviously. It's coming in the fucking delivery thing. Uh, but um, other, what's it called? Hungry Root. It was uh-huh. pretty good. I got my first order. I'm not getting sponsored. Do you know what it is? It's a what? It's like a vegan uh, meal yeah. service. Like, yeah. Well, it's it. You don't have to be vegan. It's actually the kind of thing that you would hate because it's basically like they mail tra- Trader Joe's to your house. But it's like they sell like individual components and they're like, put it together. And there'll be like three recipe cards. They'll be like, you can okay. make this and this. And you get like a little like carton of like vegan blueberry muffins or like um, some like oatmeal or whatever for breakfast. And then you get like actual like fruit and vegetables, like fresh fruit and vegetables and then also like little packets of like brown rice and like marinated tofu and these like delicious little sauces that they make like this like coconut curry sauce and this like miso dressing I have like good sauces and then you just sort of like make your own like they have like recipes for how they recommend it but then you can sort of do your own thing as well it's just like sounds good it's like a halfway between like a blue apron and just like a straight up like grocery delivery Mm -hmm in the middle so i'm loving it but it's kind of expensive but they give you a lot of stuff for like they give you a lot but that's cool and it's like a weekly you got a weekly box yeah but they actually put so much in my last box i think i'm gonna do it every other week because it's, really it's just me and because so, brian doesn't oh brian won't eat that trash brian and I kind of eat our own food. he does his thing and i do mine yeah i think john and i are almost getting to that place because yeah. he's, he's not on board with my pivot to to plant-based oh yeah um and he doesn't like fish right no he hates fish so because like there's an amazing fish taco place that parks by my house in the afternoons so i'll go you know maybe once every other weekend i'll walk down there and this past sunday they were doing lobster tacos oh my god that's it was was i mean and i was like i didn't even ask how much they were they didn't and they were only I think it was like $6 for a lobster taco. It wasn't bad. They're small, but like I had two lobster tacos and one fish taco. And it was just the great, I mean, I just, I get no other pleasure in life other than eating great seafood. That's the only pleasure. Well, no, I don't mean that's the only pleasure. That's like, but it's one of the great pleasures in my life is to like go to that. It's called Ricky's fish tacos and then just sit on the grass by the truck and like, just chow down before I walk home. I know. So fucking good. Seven-year-old I've been babysitting asked me what my favorite activity is. And I was like, eating food. Like, yeah. I don't like, and he's like, no, I mean like a hobby. And I was like, that's it. That's, that's the only thing I like. And I was like, I, the only other thing I like is drinking. I'm not going to tell you. So yeah. I but I like both of those things. That's it. Yeah. Hey, what more do you need? Nothing. Skincare uh, products. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, Goop's on vacation. Gwyneth's in Amagansett. There's not really like much going on. She's like pretty much like off the grid on Instagram these past couple weeks. Um, yeah. Um, she like put a little mocktail ad in her bio and just logged off, which is yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that fucking fancy yeah, white we'll claw that she's it. showing. I know. I have I have it on my list, but I. Yeah. Anyway, get into it because 
or do you have another thing? No, I, uh, yeah, I was like, there's no, there's no real Gwyneth news, um, or anything. So we should just get to, I mean, we have, thank God, actually, we were off for a few weeks because I was looking at these articles in the last few weeks and they're regurgitating a lot of content. Yeah, they really are. But I actually, my opinions about everything changed, so I can't wait to talk. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, not everything, you know, some things. Um, Well, let's start. What was your best of the week? So my best of the last three weeks was, and I think it's over now, but I don't know if you noticed that there was a little sale going on over at Goop. There was a sale on uh, products that fall into my favorite Goop line, which is the Goop Glow line. Like all of the Goop Glow, whatever things, products are like, I like them the best. I don't know what makes something like Goop Glow or Gtox or Goop Beauty. I don't understand how they like, like distinguish those. Yeah, the branding is 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 a little is a little confusing for sure. But it's definitely real because I know that that's my favorite one and also I think that a lot of the goop um like the goop glow stuff it's all like I mean it's about like literally making your skin kind of glow I guess. Yeah, I think of goop glow as morning stuff and goop jeans as nighttime stuff. But I don't know if that's true. It just sounds like something that would be like unsafe to wear in the daytime, like make your skin too sensitive or whatever, but who the hell knows? But I went on a little shopping spree Mm -hmm. and I've been loving it. So here's what I got. Oh, and also I fucked up because I forgot to type in. It was okay. So it was 30% off goop beauty products. And it wasn't like a ton of things. It was like, I don't, I don't know how many, exactly how many things were on sale. Not a ton of stuff. Okay. I got the Goop Glow Microderm Instant Glow Exfoliator. Okay, that's probably my favorite Goop product of all time. That's the one in the little tub? Yeah, Yeah, I got a little one, but you're not supposed to exfoliate. You're not supposed to use retinol. Like you're not supposed to use any harsh chemicals. Literally all summer, the only product that I've used has been um, CeraVe cleanser, CeraVe, CeraVe lotion, and sunscreen. Those are the only Mm -hmm. three products that I've used since like, April really so my skin just started to feel like I was like I need to get dead skin off my face like I know it's time (laughs) so I was like I'm just gonna get this so I got the I got it of course I love it then I picked up something that I have had my eye on for a long time and I've always been very curious about it which is of course the goop glow body luminizer it's basically body lotion i guess it's supposed to luminize you i don't know that it totally does but my standards are all out of whack because i i also got the um, what's it called goop uh super goop which is not related to goop like illuminizing sunscreen which also has primer in it which like literally makes your face like it's like too much. It's like, you're like an iridescent ball. It's like a little, it's a bit, it's kind of embarrassing, but then like now I'm used to it. So it doesn't go like super hard, but whatever. I got the raw, what the hell is this? Rahua, which I've been talking about for a long time, which is their shampoo. Like I got the color treatment shampoo, which is amazing. I love it. This was like what, I'm, this is what first brought me to the sale where I was like, oh, I need new shampoo. 
And I got the detox, the detox five salt detox body scrub. Another thing that I've been very curious about, which obviously goes with the luminizer. So I haven't used the body scrub yet because I haven't, I just got it and haven't had a chance to use it yet. I've used all the other things and so far so good, especially I would say the shampoo was a huge gamble because I didn't know really very much about it other than the gorgeous copy that I read, which told me on it, but I didn't smell like. I'm not at home right now to smell it, but it's very, it's a little sweet. It's very clean smelling. Um, There are several different ones and some, like one of them had like, I wanted it for the scent. It was like maybe like Jasmine or something, but um, I uh, like, I needed the one for color treated hair. I thought I just like didn't want to get that one. But so this is the one, it comes in like a little purple bottle and it smells like sweet. It's like clean yet floral yet clean, I would say. Okay. Sounds it's great. really nice. I really like it a lot. It's so it's so expensive, which is what you want in shampoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. That sounds like quite a haul. Thanks. And for for the low, low price of $154.40 after I used my code, I saved $27. Cool. Did you do after pay or just Oh, I, you know, I did after yeah, pay. Yeah. I mean, I always do it if I have the option. I don't know why. I think it's probably worse. I don't know why I do it. Like, no, you might. I mean, it's great because it's there's it's not worse because there's no, that's the whole point like of it. There's no interest. Yeah. Yeah. There's no interest. You don't notice that it's missing. It's, it's like something getting- is shady about it. Like, I don't know how they're making money. So, like, it's something is off about after pay, but I <laughs> won't question it. Yeah. There's something wrong. Oh, and then I panicked because I forgot to put the code in and I was like, oh my God, but who canceled the order and let me rebuy it? Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. That's happened to me so many times on like Postmates or something. Yeah, where you like don't do it. The only reason I'm even like ordering from Postmates is because I get like a coupon code and then I just like get so excited when I'm ordering my food, I forget. Yeah. I know. And then you're like, oh my God, I just paid full price. I couldn't believe it. I was so upset. I was like, I went on a tear emailing. I was emailing Afterpay. I was emailing Goop. I was like, help me. Oh, that, I mean, customer service, Goop customer service is really good. It's really good, but it stresses you out because like when I called, it's like this woman who basically sounds like me, who's <laughs> just like, thank you for calling Goop. We are so sorry. We're not here right now. Um, call us back later. <laughs> just like disconnect. Wait, you got a message? Like yeah, a, there's an outgoing voicemail that's of really like funny. a woman who's like, sorry, like we like can't come to the phone date. And like there's nothing you can do, but I emailed them and they got back they're all on vacation. Well, somewhat some poor intern, mm. maybe it was Kevin, was Kevin. like hey, in his new condo, just alone in his new condo. condo. <laughs> um but yeah, I feel good. I feel happy that I like redid my skincare routine i'm gonna go i want to like throw all my products out and just like rebuild everything from the ground up wow that's great i uh i did i because i yesterday i like blocked out all this time to work and then in the morning i like didn't have much work to do which was sort of frustrating but i had like in my in my in the am i i actually am like productive and i need something to do so i cleaned my room (laughs) Like her, my uh, products on my dresser for the first time in like three years and like yeah. got rid of all the ones I didn't use anymore. It felt so good. Yeah. 
to just like, and I didn't rebuild everything obviously, but like I got rid of all the ones I don't use. And so now it's like, it just is like a sleek. I have my, my skincare products, my scents, my vitamins, my sunscreen. And it's just like everything I use every day. Perfect. That's what I need to do. Yeah. I have so much shit and I don't use, I barely use any of it. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, you know, you use it for like, I'll get really into something and then I'll think, Ooh, that's starting to get pretty low. I think I'm going to hold off on using that anymore. And then I just have like half empty bottles of everything. Yeah. So sad. Like it's not, it's like part of my, there's like some weird, like part of my depression era, like grandparents that I lived with as a kid, like got in my brain about stuff. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's not, it's not good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I say just finish it up and then either stop using it or buy a new one, but just like get rid of it. Right. I, oh, I added a new thing to my routine today. <laughs> what? Um, it's a supplement called Ubiquitol. Oh, wow. That and sounds fake and dangerous. Yeah. I, le I learned about it from this like right wing ayahuasca enthusiast that I follow on Twitter. Okay. Sounds like a great And he was day. like, if there's one thing every man needs every day, it's Ubiquitol. And he like held it in his hand and I was like, sold. So you just bought it. It's uh, it, well, it's like a very potent form of CoQ10, and apparently, it's actually I did do a minimum about a research or minimum amount of research. It's supposed to replenish your energy levels if you're on a statin. Oh, and because I am on a statin every other day, I thought, oh, and I was always like CoQ10 curious. Um, so now I know that like this is the one to get. So I started my regimen today. It's and it's like for all these things I do, I do it. I get like a month or two months supply. And then at the end of that time period, I'll evaluate and see if my body feels different or if I have a different energy level and then I'll, you know, decide whether to add it to my permanent collection or not. I see. How many supplements do you take a day? I take in the morning fish oil, vitamin D, DHEA, which will come up later in this newsletter okay. or in this, in this episode. Um, and then I'll take my, either my, my statin or my other, uh, triglyceride medicine. Yeah. I don't think those kind of supplements. <laughs> huh? Well, no, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, pills. they're pills, the pills I take. Okay. And then at night I take more fish oil and magnesium. And then right at the last minute, I'll take my sleeping pill. That is so much. There is a guy named Ubiquitol on Twitter, but I don't think it's the same guy. No, it's just, yeah, it's like, it's CoQ10, basically. Yeah. Um, well, CoQ10 is good. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how. What does it do? I take it sometimes, but I don't even know what it does. It's supposed to be good for your heart. And then I think it's also supposed to like give you energy, according to this guy. Is it good uh, for your skin? Who knows? I, I do like know elevated. Yeah, that's like, I mean, I, I know that the uh, elevated vitamin D levels are supposed to be good for preventing COVID as far as these <laughs> right wing crazy people go. So fascinating. Yeah, they're like, because like you, you're supposed to have like a level of 25 IU for your, your vitamin D levels to not be like depleted. And I just got to the point on my last blood work that I'm just above 25. And that's by like slamming back like 3000 IUs a day. But this, these people will take 50,000. So they take like 
they take like 20 of these vitamin pill vitamin d caplets a day i mean i guess i've just got like a pretty broad panel of blood work and i don't think anything like that came up at all you're lucky in terms of like vitamin like i think i'm i think i'm healthy yeah that's great um but i could always be healthier that's that's the motto but could i i don't know is that the whole thing is that the whole like lie of the wellness industry yeah i think that's the that's the nugget of it. That's the core of it is you could always be healthier. And I do think, and I don't want to diminish Gwyneth Paltrow's long COVID symptoms because I do think that they're real and she did have COVID. And I'm not saying this in criticism of her, but Mm -hmm. I do think long COVID is going to be the new sort of rich white woman status, like chronic Lyme disease thing that everyone's going to say they have long COVID. Well, I hope I never get long or short COVID. No. Um, although I am a little bit scared because I have so much faith in the vaccine. I'm just like, who cares? I was like running around. I was like eating with my hands, like on the plane, flying here and there, taking yeah. trains, taking mass public transportation, like just eating whatever I wanted, like just ripping my mask off and shoving things into my face with dirty unwashed hands rubbing my eyes I mean I just felt like I have been completely acting I mean I'm not that disgusting I mean I use hand sanitizer I wash my hands I'm not like filthy I'm just I guess I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit for but we're, we're living our lives we're not you know cowing down to the the fake news media trying to scare us into into submission with the with their pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Where I, I mean, I was doing happy hour at Islands Burgers and Drinks yesterday, just sipping Mai Tais without a care in the world. I just Who knows? straight up living my life yeah. however I want to. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see how it works out for what us. Happens. I just, I feel like I don't know what else I can do. I mean, I have a vaccine. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. And we're, we're very privileged that we don't have school age kids who aren't able to get the vaccine. Cause I think that would put me in a very different place mentally. Yeah. Um, and we're also lucky. Th- well, you are working out of the home now. I mean, I, I work yeah. But um, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, the, I read something on, and this was a real new. This was like the LA Times or something that it's like point. It's like point oh oh four percent of vaccinated people have been hospitalized for COVID. It's like a one yeah. in a what is that like a one in a million chance one in it's really low risk yeah, whatever and also like everyone who i've worked for like knew that i was going on this trip like no one is like oh you like no one has asked me like please don't go no, no, no. out or anything because like, everyone's everyone's going out especially rich people are yeah. fine to and fro west coast east coast well, paris madrid the entire time like yeah, they yeah. never stopped i mean like i did like lot i was yeah. very good during the during the actual like lockdown before the vaccines and like it the longer the farther we get away from it the more i'm realizing just how good i was because i'm just surprised at how many people like were acting the way i'm acting now mm. before the vaccine well because I, I was le- i was legit legitimately nervous about getting sick before the vaccine justifiably and so like yeah i think we were both pretty much on the same page like doing you know quarantining basically um yeah which i'm i'm happy i did it but i don't i just don't 
I don't, I mean, I'm not going to go back to quarantine. I mean, I don't think anyone's asking me to go back to quarantine. No, that's the thing is no, it's like, it's definitely, yeah, everyone's has their own sort of risk level. And I, you know, I mean, I, I think if you're vaccinated, I'm not judging any choices that you make. Like if you're not vaccinated, I am definitely judging you. Oh yeah. I mean, I am so wild about people who don't get vaccinated. I'm sorry. Like I do not understand it. I don't support it. I don't no. respect it. I'm going, I'm going full MSNBC libtard. Like I want, ma- I want mandates. I want, I want everyone. I want to have to show my ID everywhere. I would yes. love for that. I vaccine, vaccine passport. I don't give a shit. Like, this is what I don't understand about it. Like, oh, kids can't go to school without the vaccine. Well, that's not, not kids, whatever. Like, whatever. You can't travel without the vaccine. Kids already can't go to school without vaccines. Yeah. You already can't travel without a vaccine. There are already industries where you have to be vaccinated regularly to work there. It's not an, it's just a new vaccine. It's not like a new mandate. But it's not approved by the FDA. It's emergency use only. It's experimental. It's mRNA. It is going to change your genes and turn you into a gay frog. Oh, right. It's not, a pr- I guess I'm just the total like sheep. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, which I'm, oh God. Yeah. I would love, I mean, I've said this before on this podcast, if our government gave us free housing, free healthcare, UBI, I say, bring on the authoritarianism. I want. I know you do. Yeah, well, you I, actually, it's not really a stretch for you to say that you, you support it because you support that for, you want everyone to be showing their papers for basically everything. Absolutely. I yeah. want I want a Maoist revolution in this country. Yeah, which was like, right? I know. Yeah, you said before you're a Maoist. <laughs> which is I mean, we from- yeah, we don't have to get into labels: Democrat, Republican, Maoist. But you know, but you want a Maoist revolution because yeah. you you mean specifically like you want like a cultural revolution. A cultural revolution. Yeah, I want state sponsored everything. I want I want state sponsored art. I want to live, I mean, I've, I've said this before. I want to just live in like a brutalist, modernist high-rise apartment yeah. for free and do whatever the job that thing. anyone tells me and just like put my head down. The only thing you can watch is Cradle Will Rock. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that sounds great. And like weird Chinese soap operas. Well, but why would it be a Chinese? Wouldn't it be like an American version of it? No, I like the Chinese version. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, all right, let's get back to the task at hand. What was my best of the week? Oh, okay. So my best, and I haven't actually gone on Goop and bought it yet, but I'm actually super sort of psyched about this metabolism boosting super powder. Uh, I do. And also we do, that's another thing I should have bought it when I bought all that other stuff. And I do apologize. We we're going to get it. Yeah. 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 No, I'm definitely, I just, I want to get that. And then I need to just figure out one more thing to get so I can do the free shipping, but we'll get it soon. We'll get it. I want to try it too. People are saying that they think it's like a dupe for the Sakara one, which I've never tried because like in my gut, I've always sort of believed that like metabolism boosting super powders are kind of bullshit. Um, and I'm not like a big supplement person. Um, and especially with like weight loss stuff, I genuinely, generally think that it's like either doesn't do anything or is bad for you. But of course, if Goop makes it, I trust it. So I will 
happily ingest as much of it as, as I need. And maybe I'll get the Saqqara one for, uh, you know, comparison. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm, I'm just like so ready for a return to diet culture at this point. Like I want metabolism boosting super powders. I want like, I, you know, I've been watching that show physical. I just love just sort of the, the, like the dysphoria that you feel about your body. And I think we should get back to it. I mean, I don't think it's really gone anywhere. I think that if you go online a lot, you see a lot of body positivity and like people being saying that they're anti-diet culture, but I think being anti-diet culture is still just diet culture. It's just like a different, it's like a new branch of it. Yeah. Um, like most of the people who are like, I'm a like a body positive influencer or whatever are still like very involved in like the wellness, like workout, maybe not most, I don't have like statistics on it, but like, I know like a lot of people who do this are like, always at the gym, like mm-hmm. showing what they're doing and stuff like that. So like, I, I don't know. I think it's sort of a. And, I, and, I, and it's what, I mean, it's whatever makes you feel healthy. And for, yeah, for me, uh, exercising regularly and, you know, being a few pounds lighter, I'm never going to be skinny, but like, I know like for me being a few pounds lighter feels better for me. And I know that that's not cultural and that's not my own psychosis it's real it's it's a physical difference i feel and i'm perfectly comfortable saying that being overweight i mean whatever i don't know like it's it's, different for everyone and i don't want to judge anyone if they feel good they're healthy god bless them or even if they're not healthy i don't need to judge i don't need to police anyone's health yeah i don't care if you're healthy and i don't care if you feel good i really don't it's just like what you want to do yeah yeah Yeah. but for me i think i would be excited to try this metabolism boosting super powder, especially because I already have DHEA as part of my daily supplement routine. And of course, Goop is saying you need to have this keto DHEA, which I've never heard of before. Oh, interesting. Um, Because they have this new strain of DHEA that's better for you or more effective or whatever. But Goop always does this. They always, it's like with the niacin versus niagen shit. Like they always say, that what they are selling to you is better and more exclusive, but I don't really believe that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just sort of the thing. Well, I feel like with this metabolism boosting super powder, it's actually sort of the bargain basement one because like the Sakara one is like the original, like expensive huh. one. And this is still, I mean, it's not cheap. It's still expensive. It's like $50 for a month supply. Like the DHEA I buy is like a, it's a four month supply for like 15 bucks but it's not just is the dhea dhea or dhea dhea the dhea isn't um the only thing in it right this has holy basil it has cinnamon it has like all of these herbs that are supposed to be metabolism boosting but how they're selling it is the active ingredient is this is this thing called seven keto dhea that is exclusive to this super powder supposedly all right. I, we have to get some of this. Yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to taste like chocolate. I think it'll be, it'll taste good. And we, like mix it with coffee and stuff. I mean, it'll be like a fun little treat for us. Yeah. Put it, put it in our cold brew in the morning or smoothie. Exactly. Um. So yeah, we'll get that soon. I would have bought it today, except for thing I will mention later in this episode. 
Oh, did you buy something else? No, I didn't buy anything because of this other thing that I couldn't buy on the Goop store that I thought I could, and I couldn't get to, you know, the free shipping minimum. Wow, 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 wow. Um, but anyway, what is your worst? Okay, let's see. Sorry, I'm like on the website now, like buying more stuff. Um, I'm so stupid. Okay, let me see. My worst, oh, the mocktails. Okay, first of all, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think it's undignified when Gwyneth Paltrow is shilling for a brand on Instagram. I don't like it. I understand that that's her, basically her job. <laughs> but when she has a link to something like this in her in her bio and it's not like link in bio click through it's like her bio is just the link to this you click it it's a link that's it i feel like and this i okay maybe it's like a slightly elevated mocktail or whatever no it's not a mocktail it has alcohol in it it says mocktail wait are you thinking i'm oh maybe i'm looking at something else i i thought you were talking about the collaboration with miami cocktail company the yeah that's cocktail limonada spritz 4.0 percent alcohol it doesn't say mocktail on it no unless maybe there is a mocktail version but the one mm-hmm. i'm looking at miami cocktail i saw miami cocktail and my brain said <laughs> mocktail <gasps> i'm so dumb miami cocktail i yeah. was reading mocktail oh <laughs> my god really I'm so dumb. Okay, well then actually I'm gonna give this one a pass. Oh no, I see. It's it is bad. Oh, it is worse. No, you're right. Okay, full circle. Yeah, this is disgusting. I I this is like a weird, yeah, like a white claw. It's yeah, there it's like upscale white claw. Uh it's, it's a like collaboration. Yeah. And it's I mean the great airport. It, it sounds like the flavor might be tasty. It's lemon, basil, rose, limonata spritz. I guess they only have the one flavor and it's on the can. It says Miami cocktail company times goop, you know, collaboration, limited edition, blah, blah, blah. And I agree with you that it just feels a little tacky, but then also, and this is the thing I would try, or I'm sorry, this is the thing I would buy, but I couldn't buy it because you can't buy it on the goop website. You have to go through to the Miami cocktail website and then Miami cocktail has a $50 minimum for free shipping. And I'm sorry, I'm not gonna buy $50 worth of this fucking white claw. No, I mean, it does look really good when I drink it. Of course. It's of course. If but I, like, I wanted Bevmo, I would grab it. Yeah, it looks I like wa- it was Bevmo. I mean, they might have it at Bevmo. I wanted to add it to my metabolism boosting super powder, just one four pack for $12.99, add it, get my free shipping and be done with it. And I couldn't do it because they won't sell it on Goop. The recipes on this thing below it look really good though what are the recipes good recipes it's like if you click through and then it's like buy this cocktail and then it says look the part and like for some reason if you buy the cocktail you also need to get the like low hyaluronic acid by serum of course and like all this other some fucking dress or whatever and then keep scrolling scrolling and to the transport of bites these are good there's like a peach and burrata salad Summer melon with crispy prosciutto, mm. marinated olives, citrus fennel salad, and then this tomato salad with tuna, white beans, and salsa verde that looks really, really good. All of those recipes do look really good. They're really good in summary and like light and pretty. Because that's the, honestly the one silver lining of being in like disgusting 90 to 100 degree weather is you do feel like eating lighter. And like the food is all like so like 
cheek and adorable and mm. like I love it I love the food in summer like I hate the food in winter I hate when people start saying like make a crock pot stew time like makes me want to it just like makes me so sad and I Ugh. like I love when it's like peaches I just makes me feel so like young and like abundant and gorgeous and like youthful and happy totally. remember when goop for their like winter cocktail party article they were like make a vegetarian chili in your crock pot yeah and that was that girl wasn't it what's her name caitlin did she make did she develop these because these are good yeah I, maybe she did i don't know and she does seem to be in on the limonada uh seltzer like her name is appears somewhere in this article i thought maybe not oh. but you know i don't i don't want to keep picking on caitlin i feel like i was hard on her the last few months you've you've never let's be honest you've never liked her I just I mean I think I'm just jealous because she has like literally my dream job yeah which like you've definitely like made sure that you will never get because <laughs> absolutely not I don't understand I feel like they should like us more over there honestly I mm-hmm. whatever anyway um but yeah so that was your worst this was my I would buy it because of course I'm going to buy it at some point if I see it but like I sell it on goop what is your problem no one's gonna go to the miami cocktail company website and buy this shit they probably can't ship alcohol yeah that's uh, you're absolutely right yeah fuck i'm so into these recipes right now i have to stop looking at it every time i sometimes i just can't stop looking at the goop website sometimes it's fun should i call silver lake wine and tell them to stock this (laughs) so i can buy it it definitely seems like something they would have there actually who would i mean will they have it at bevmo i don't know where to buy it like i don't, I don't know if anyone sees this thing anywhere in the los angeles area let us know on instagram and we'll get it sometimes on the website they'll tell you where you can buy it i didn't see that on this thing um i don't know whatever so that's um it. all right well my worst this is something okay Goop has been now. I think this is the third article where Goop has talked about this stupid website called Radio O O O with like four or five O's. Okay. And it's this dumb version of Spotify where it's just you go and it's a map of the world, and then you choose what country songs you want to listen to, what decade you want to listen to, and like if you want fast, slow, or weird. And like, I have what. I have nothing against like different cultures, music, like world, whatever. I don't like the term world music. Cause I think that's very like reductive and it makes it like exoticizes yeah, different sure. cultures, music or whatever. And I feel like that's what this fucking thing does. Cause it, it was in this dinner party um, article of like, Oh, if you, you know, don't have a good playlist here, just go on radio, radio. Oh, 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 oh. And you can choose like, Ooh, I want to listen to Algerian music in the seventies and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, if I went to a dinner party, um, I don't know, like just choo- choose music. I, I have less respect for you if you just do a preordained playlist, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you have to just like make a choice and just make like put it on the line. And like, if people don't like it, they're not going to like, it, like but, it. You know, what are you going to do? You have to just say, you know, okay, I'm, this is me. This is what I like. And I'm sorry you just like it. And like um, you could do all of the stuff on Spotify. Like there are a million playlists of different decades, different cultures. Like I don't understand what the point of this thing is. And the, the interface, the website just looks really ugly. Uh, I tested it and I did, I wanted to do Iran in the 60s weird. 
And then they started playing Fiddler on the Roof. And okay, I thought, this, even worse. this is a, Isla- Islamophobic. Well, it's like a scam. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I know there was like a big Jewish population in Iran. So like, but it was like a Iranian version of tradition. And I was like, this is stupid. Um, are there Jews in Iran? Yeah. Um, I mean, there were not anymore. Maybe, maybe, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, but maybe in this, they're all in Beverly Hills now. Oh, because you did it in the 70s. Because I didn't what? When did you do it? You uh, did it in the 70s, in the 60s before the revolution. Oh, in the 60s before the revolution, yeah. Um, it looks like this shit is like in every liquor store, I'm like on oh, their it? little map, but I just don't know if this is the goop because I just said all products in any store yeah. and it's like all over it's like places it's at like big max liquor store <laughs> like oh, grand God. liquor royal liquor store they i can't um, imagine that these liquor stores are gonna have the goop collaboration 7-eleven no I, yes I, maybe I'm we'll looking, see it's we'll like see. i'm looking at the miami cocktail list of, maybe at bevmo or at total wine or like at um Target. They maybe? have it at the Chevron station on Riverside Drive in Burbank. <laughs> they do not. Yes, they do. I'm looking. Well, I'm going to. Oh no, I'm not going to Burbank today because. Oh, you're going to the Americana. I'm going to opening night at the AMC Americana. It's opening night. Woo! Congratulations. I never go to. I'm never going to Burbank again. No, I know no one is. Um, There's no point. I mean, they might as well just demolish the whole city. <laughs> I mean, it was the only thing that kept me coming back. And also that's where Brian's office used to be. And yeah. I'd go to lunch and now he doesn't have that either. Uh, but yeah, if you're, if you live in Los Angeles, maybe you're aware the um, movie theater at the Americana in Glendale is reopening tonight uh, as an AMC. So all of our A-list fam, if anyone's going to the 415, respect, I'll see you there. What are you seeing? I'm just seeing that Jennifer Hudson Aretha Franklin movie because there's like nothing else to see. Oh, yeah. I saw... Oh, I don't know. Oh, I saw Jungle Cruise. Oh, I had, that's one I actually haven't seen. We rented it and it, we paid thirty dollars. Oh, for you it. did? God. Um, with a child. Oh, okay. Um, it was. I didn't care for it, to be honest. No, I mean. Um, I saw Silver Black Widow. Um, didn't care for it. Yeah, that's I it. mean, that's I thought all. Black Widow was fine. We saw this new suicide squad the other night um oh, yeah. i actually didn't care for that the original suicide squad i also saw with a child and after i saw it with him i watched it probably three times i can't get over that movie that's crazy because that movie is like incomprehensible it's the, it's the like showgirls of our generation it's like i think it's like room level bad it's, it's like one of i don't understand why it doesn't have like a huge cult following because it's like I think it's probably the worst movie I've ever seen in a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. But it's, it's am- for me, it's not even fun bad. It's just like boring bad. I think it's fun bad. I think when they get to the halfway point and then they do a montage of everything that happened in the first half of the movie, because they assume the audience is so stupid that they don't even know what happened in the in the like hour that they've been watching. That was just such a brilliant like the the level of condescension from something so ineptly made was just it filled me with (laughs) glee i loved it that's great it was fun (laughs) uh um all right well 
what was your craziest or saddest? It was a saddest. So, um, yeah, I'm going to talk about the vibrators again. So first of all, I actually spoke with someone recently who I'm not going to say who they were. I'm not going to throw them under the bus. I don't think they'd be embarrassed, but just out of respect, I won't say who it is. I spoke with a person who told me that they have actually used the Goop brand vibrator. Interesting. The pink one with the big pink ball on top. And their description of this product, uh, I would say they were irritated on the brink of being angry with the results that they got out of it. And I think that they may have even said that it was sexist <laughs> because she was like, it doesn't do anything. So apparently it does not pack a punch. Wow. So that is some false advertising, which I think sounds about right. You know, like I could see the goop vibrators being very tame and very timid and tame, which is like, you know, depressing. And I can understand why that would um, make it slightly why somebody could feel like not, you know, disrespected by that. Especially when you're paying, you know, it's a premium vibrator at that point. You know, you want uh You want the best orgasm of your life. You want the best that money can buy. I mean, God knows this is not a cheap, you know, you're you're putting money down and you're yeah. getting it's a hundred dollar vibrator. I mean, dick is cheap. Vibrators are expensive. Yeah. This is a hundred dollars. Like it should be better than that. Anyway. So this article it's called which vibrator are you and it just was again first of all it it has no quiz it just gives these descriptions of women and what type of woman you are and what kind of vibrator you might want based on your personality um and it's these personalities that don't exist it's not really that different from the kind of women's article that gets made fun of all the time where they're like are you pear-shaped apple-shaped carrot-shaped like you know those those women's dress for your body type articles yeah or yeah they compare women's bodies to different produce (laughs) yeah and it's just like people don't really fit into these like care like broad generalizations and probably even less so if you're trying to like pair a vibrator to your personality i mean that doesn't make that's like eugenics basically like it doesn't make any sense like i don't understand it at all and i think probably the one that i disliked the most was let me try to find it there was one that was like you don't know how to use slack <laughs> and it was so like, like developmentally disabled i think it was just like you're an old woman oh, oh. This. this is called the slow walker your personality the slow walker in the winter you make a lot of stews oh, no. a, which is like wow slow me down i'm getting in the mood already it's like buy this vibrator in the winter you make a lot of stews thank you so much it's 150 dollars you're a patient person who enjoys forest bathing and sand between your toes. You live in the after of a Nancy Myers movie. You don't know what slack is. So this is like, you're boring and you don't have a job. I think that's what they're saying, right? Yeah. I can't decide if it means you're like too 
rich to know what slack is or you're just like stupid and you i have no idea i, mean, I don't know what this personality really is it's like i make do you're, I and you're a slow walker i walk slow i live in the after of a nancy myers movie so like i have a i'm like married i guess and i don't use slack i don't what are those what do those things i guess you're yeah you're like a mom or a housewife or like I, yeah, you're a mom or a housewife. I don't know. I just, and is like, the vibrator particularly like weak? It's, really, it's like, yeah, it looks like a big blob of shit. It's like a <laughs> dark blue, sad looking rain cloud, and it's $150 and whatever. Hey. Okay. Oh, God. Whatever. I get so annoyed with people that walk slow. I know. I know. Although I think I am a slow walker. You're not that slow of a walker. I, I realize I'm an extremely fast walker. I do think, I mean, I think gay people are just fast walkers in general. Uh, I think that's I think those two genes are connected or something but somehow it makes you walk quickly I've heard that before we're fast walkers (laughs) slow runners (laughs) so you're always kind of like at a steady yeah walking running it doesn't matter I'm at the same (laughs) the same pace my limp wrist flopping in the wind (laughs) it either like propels you forward or holds you back uh so we have the sad stew vibrator what are the is are the other ones like like power businesswoman yeah i mean that one just like really like i i don't know just pound you yeah but this one i'm just picking some at random that i haven't read yet the explorer spontaneous but capable of sustained periods of focus there if there is a cocktail on the menu that uh needs to be lit on fire you order that you'll do anything once Okay. That's a personality you might have, and they can tell you what vibrator you want based on that. When <laughs> it just like sparks and like explodes. This is sexist. You flake on plans, but you're always invited anyway because you have a PhD in flirting. You haven't finished a book since your freshman year of college. No one can tell. So all of these are just like oh, various levels of ADHD. <laughs> it's like you have you're an idiot and you're self-absorbed. It's like who wrote this? Uh, probably a man. Oh, the former theater kid. Oh, boy. Shy about nothing. This is for the one that's like a necklace, like a gold necklace. Mm. Shy about nothing. You relish any opportunity to tell a story for a captive audience. You're either the life of the party or the most annoying person in the room. Jesus Christ. Who wrote this? I think that Kevin wrote this too. Yeah, he was just like bitter. He's like, fuck, I'm not getting to everyone else in the whole company is in Amagansett right now. And I'm stuck. Stuck with my like Italian marble at home. This one is called the lifelong learner. You're always looking to optimize your life, whether through a devotion to the tools or a rare and sustained commitment to the Duolingo app. No one knows exactly how old you are and you've never cared. Oh my God. I definitely know people like this. I, what is that? I don't understand what that means. You're annoying. You're someone who has been on Duolingo for like 500 days in a row and you like, then you like tweet about it. Um, no one knows how old you are. Cause you look like you could be 65 or 12. Um, what was, Oh, you're a lifelong learner. I think it's like a, you're a performatively smart person. You're just like constantly bragging about your intellectual like pursuits. Maybe you like play chess with your fiance and like talk about <laughs> if you win or lose. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think I know. I think I, I think I understand where you're going with this. <laughs> 
anyway. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, no, that does sound like an annoying person who I would not like. Um, I, yeah, like, but I feel like whoever wrote this just hated anyone who might possibly even stumble upon this. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like the classic negging of like, you know, because men neg women, now they want the vibrators themselves to neg the women. Yeah, I know. It's like, I feel like these vibrators are insulting. <laughs> but that probably gets, that makes them hotter, right? Yeah, I mean, it does. Yeah. I mean, because they don't need me, I need them. Mm, which is, exactly. I mean, I guess technically true because, you know, they're machines. <sighs> well, I mean, I, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think these vibrators are going anywhere. No, I don't mind the vibrators. I just, I'm, I felt really vindicated to hear somebody tell me they bought one of them and that it didn't, they didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And also I just don't think that I'm going to get any type of like positive copy out of this. I mean, that was actually probably the best because it was just like straight up cruel, but, um, will I ever be happy? I don't know with the vibrator. Probably (laughs) not. No. Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. Um, okay. My craziest was, and this was, you know, a good crazy. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, Gwyneth's ask me anything full episode of ask me anything on the Goop podcast. Mm. Someone so has to take one for the team and just like, I'll do it even because everyone else is on vacation. Yeah. I mean, if, if the Goop podcast was this every week, I would be a frequent listener with just her talking and not interviewing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, I mean, it was like, a 20 minute long podcast episode it was a perfect length. She was just answering questions from quote unquote readers. Uh, the first, the first question was really funny cause it was about menopause. And I was like, Oh, she's like taking a little dig at Jen Gunter, the self-appointed queen of menopause because yeah. Gwyneth was saying like, Oh, we need to rebrand menopause. Like it's not, you know, the ending of something. It's like a new chapter of life. Like Gwyneth herself is deep into perimenopause right now. Um, so I feel like these are little seeds that, that goop is going to pivot hard into menopause in the next couple of years and, and drive Gunter out of business. Good. Um, oh, did you hear, I mean, again, this is probably true and I'm very happy for him, but Jen Gunter was bragging about how her teenage son just wrote like a hundred thousand word fantasy novel and is like sending it to agents. Uh, no, I didn't hear about oh, that. Well, but well, I only around. follow I only follow adjacent. Yeah. That's yeah. where I get my done news. But good for him. I'm sure good for him. it's the best book in the world. I'm sure it's great. Yeah. Uh oh, okay. So what else? She let's see. Oh, she has a, a good um recommendation for dim sum in LA is uh Lunasia, which I've never actually been to. So now I'm gonna try it. I've never been there either. Um one of the questions was what does Apple use for skincare? And she uses the Malachite cleanser, which is what I use. Um, Oh, but then the craziest thing was, I forget, they were talking about reading or books or something, or like, what are your favorite books? And Gwyneth was like, oh God, I couldn't even, you know, I've read so many things and I, but I don't read as much as I used to, blah, blah, blah. And then she just like drops the fact sort of as an aside that she read Jane Eyre when she was 10 years old. Really? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's wow." Gwyneth was a a child prodigy, I guess. Jane Eyre. Do you think? Yeah. You know, I got a copy of Jane Eyre when I was ten years old. I no, I was Jane Eyre is not 
I think I read that when I was like relatively young. I was not 10 years old, definitely. I, I know my parents gave me one. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I've never read a Bronte book in my life. So I think I tried to read Wuthering Heights and I got like 10 pages into it. But I think, I don't know. I know I had like a very like childish version of it. Like oh. it ever had like a picture of like a woman, like it was like an illustration of like her. And like, it was like, it was definitely like for kids. I mean, it so was maybe there was a kid's version or maybe, I mean, I, you're a precocious kid. You read, I think I read, I read like Moby Dick when I was a freshman in high school. I didn't, I, I don't think I. Closer to freshman in high school than to 10. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just love Gwyneth's her her sort of false modesty, and then she'll like drop a little thing like that in, which is I think part of her charm. Oh yeah, and she knows. I mean, I hate when people say this, but it's true. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. Um, so if you have if you haven't listened to the latest Scoop podcast with just Gwyneth, I would say go for it. Yeah. Maybe she felt embarrassed that she hadn't read a book in years, so she was just like, I you know I read this when I was ten, so I don't. I know. I wonder like. Do you think she's read any of the like Goop book club novels? I always wonder about that. She probably just read like coverage. Because does she ever, does she ever like participate in the Goop book club or not? It's not like the Oprah book club. I think Oprah is like actually invested yeah. in. Um, oh, Reese, we didn't talk about Reese Witherspoon sold her production company for nine hundred million dollars. Oh my God. Almost like, as much as Trey Parker and Matt Stone got to make. It was like, the same money. amount. Yeah. They both got $900 million. Wow. And like, I mean, Goop hasn't done that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's like, I think that the, one of the interesting things about Gwyneth Paltrow is like Goop very easily could have just been a production company. That's what like most people in her yeah. situation do. Um, like, most people with like some sort of like social and economic like sway with you know who feel like they're like aging out of like whatever they're doing artistically like just like pivot to that like if you can and like everybody kind of wants to do that ultimately because you get to like make stuff but um she wanted to do this which is yeah never because yeah and, she has no production company and, Re right? and reese's hello sunshine the whole thing is like it's both a production company and a lifestyle brand so like they make you yeah. know little files everywhere little fires everywhere and then you can also buy a an egg beater or whatever oh goop should start a production company or so does they, it do they i mean like what about like the show i think the netflix show is yeah produced i think they like have produced that netflix show but i don't think that, and i think that like, I feel like I read a while ago that they, that there were things, you know, in the pipeline, but I don't think, I don't, I don't think that anything's really happening. Like, I don't. I mean, what would Goop even make? Do you think they would make like a, like the White Lotus or something like that? I mean, I would love if Goop did scripted shows. I'd love it. But it, it, I think the brand is just too polarizing. If, if they're like, oh, the new Goop show is on. I mean, I guess they did do the, that Netflix one, but like a scripted show. I, I just feel like the audience, it would just be like us. Like who would watch it? Well, I mean, people aren't like, oh, I love, people don't watch shows based on the production company. I think they do for the Reese one. Like, oh, these are like, it's a book that Reese likes that she's starring in that is turned into a show. I feel like people- I think that might be how you sell it, but I don't know if that's what actually gets people to watch it. I mean, mm -hmm. like if you're scrolling on like an app or whatever, you basically, it's whoever's in it. It's like, oh, like, 
Connie Britton's in this show. I'm going to watch yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I don't think it's, and it's, oh, it's about something that I think is interesting. Or I heard that it was funny. Like those are the reasons people watch things. Not because like. They're it's not people. because of the product. Yeah. Like it's not, there's very few brands that of like production companies that people know of. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously goop doesn't, isn't like that interested in that stuff or they would be doing it. But I mean, to, to sell, that's just an amazing amount of money. And Reese has really lapped Gwyneth in the, in the numbers. Not that we need to pit women against each other, but. Well, I mean, it's just like, I think like a more sort of profitable business. Well, I don't, I mean, I have no idea about like retail or anything like that, but it just seems to me like a production company is just like a bigger deal but yeah. I mean, that might just be because i only know about that but that yeah that's what makes the hello sunshine thing so unique is it is both it is both the production company and the lifestyle brand like it's everything but, together yeah. wow. which and i think that's why it sold for much for that much money because the synergy between whatever the production arm is plus this website that you can go to and buy stuff directly i think that's what made it so appealing that's so interesting and poor little kate hudson just Oh, with her fabletics. Yeah, fifty bucks for me this week. I this month because I forgot to undo it. I'm gonna have to cancel both of those. It's really stupid, and the Rihanna one is absolutely awful. Yeah, and she's a billionaire. I know. Ugh. I don't need to give her fifty bucks. I absolutely give, not. I already give that to the other billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. What would you try? Um, I would try, oh, the Rose Diamond Exfoliating Cleanser. So I, now that I started to exfoliate a little bit and I'm doing like the exfoliating every other day and then doing retinol every other day, just like to get my skin back into it. But now I'm just like, oh, I need to like exfoliate more. Like I just can't stop thinking about exfoliating. And so... I saw this, I don't know. I just like, I want products. Like I just want skin products. Like I want all of them all the time. And I want this fucking uh, exfoliator that's on there. It's the organic pharmacy rose diamond exfoliating cleanser. I don't know if it's actually good to use exfoliating cleanser or if it's good to use it every day. Well, Gwyneth famously exfoliates every day. She does, but she, you know, I think sometimes Gwyneth just like says stuff to be weird. You think? Yeah. I mean, I think the sunscreen thing, the expo, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong, but um, I just, I feel like I want to exfoliate more and I'm like thinking about it, but I don't know. And it's like, it's, I don't know. Cause it's called like the organic pharmacy. I'm like, Oh, that sounds really good. That organic pharmacy late. Did you read the article? Cause she, she did one of those like, hello, my age is 55 or whatever articles. She didn't look good. Uh, she, no, she looked great, but she just seemed a little sketchy. Cause she's like, she said she's trained in homeopathy oh, and I like, see. she swears by homeopathic stuff. So that oh. that's a little red flag for me. Oh, there's a little red flag, but I mean, isn't it just like, yeah, no, you're right. But I'm sure her products are good. I know. I'll just stick with my CeraVe for now. CeraVe? You and you and the gunt. Me and the gunt. <laughs> um try oh yeah, my try was the the Miami cocktail thing. Um yeah, I would try it too. 
yeah, we'll find it somewhere. Uh, all right. What was, what was by? By would be to, I'm really liking the Rahua. I feel like I'm saying it wrong, but it's spelled R-A-H-U-A, Rahua, right? I guess that is sort of a, a complicated word to say. Rahua. Rahua. Anyway, I want to get the conditioner that goes with the shampoo that I got. And they also have like a dry, like a hair drying spray, um, an air dry spray, which I really like using. So I might, I might consider buying them as well. Maybe if I need to like add something to cart to get my shipping up so that I can for free shipping when I get the metabolism powder, those are some things on my back burner. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Sounds good. Sale. Yeah, I'm so sad I missed the whole sale. It was good. It was good. I feel like I really stocked up on some some beauty products. Although not everything was on this. The shampoo wasn't on the sale. Interesting. It was the only thing I like needed. Uh, okay. I would buy the so goop kitchen sent out an email saying now that they sell their sauces and dressings oh my god i know i forgot to talk about that it's so exciting yeah so i mean again i'm not going to travel all the way to santa monica to get this shit but they have i mean their famous carrot ginger vinaigrette from their brentwood chinese chicken salad um so good i would definitely get that their clean teriyaki sauce is like really amazing yeah I would get that. Their vegan ranch, except for Honeybee Burger now sells their own vegan ranch, which is also really good. So um, I definitely would get one of those. And then, yeah, they do it. Their non-dairy tzatziki, their Dijon mustard vinaigrette, which I honestly don't like that much. I don't know. There's different ones, but I think it's a good idea. I just like my, I'm so glad that they're doing this because the thing, and it's the, also the reason that I think hungry root is good. Like, the only thing I need to buy from these people are the sauces. Like I'll just put together like whatever, but they're like, I feel like everybody's like, just throw together these healthy components and then top it with your favorite sauce. And I'm like, what ketchup? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, what is my favorite sauce? Like this grotesque paleo noble, whatever. Shit. Like what is the sauce that, or like, then I'm supposed to like break out an immersion blender and make something. Yeah, no. no, I need people to sell healthy sauces. That's like, the dream that's like my dream purchase that's my dream everything so i, I love it yeah i i mean it's it really uh, the good sauce makes all the difference oh the uh the non-dairy lime crema is one of my other favorites Ugh. and i mean i'd say classic the the three ingredient sauce that i learned from goop that i'm like oh this is so easy to make and it's so good is just equal parts uh miso um what is it miso rice wine vinegar and something else fuck oh maybe maple syrup oh that's yeah. good. or you could you know tweak the 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 proportions depending on how sweet you want it but that shit that's what that um that like cauliflower thing i made a few weeks ago it puts on that you put it on that and that is really good and easy to make yeah but hey if it's in a if it's in a bottle it's it's easier so much easier and just like having like opening up your fridge and being like oh Goop kitchen, goop kitchen, goop kitchen. It's I mean, just like it feels great right, to yeah. see that. It makes you feel better about it. <sighs> Next time I go to Santa Monica to like, I don't know why I went who to go. I guess to occasionally I'll want to go to see a movie that's only playing in Santa Monica. 
I mean, so, you could go and make a special trip for it. Make, yeah, make a special trip. But I just want them. I don't want to give them my business until they open up a ghost kitchen on the east side. Yeah, you're boycotting until they Damn. come to the east side. Maybe I'll call that number that you called and have that and leave a message for that girl. Yeah, leave her a message. I don't think they gave you the option. I think it's just disconnected. <laughs> well, Maybe you can just send a sort of letter writing campaign. If anyone at Goop is listening, and I know you are, uh, you heard what we want. We want Goop Kitchen on the east side. They so, should over that by Chloe little spot on the the 365. The whole oh, time. I like by Chloe though. Oh yeah, I guess. I just, I feel like it's, well, it was closed the last time I went there. So I guess I just like thought it was closed. For me. Yeah. Hey, there's a great prime retail restaurant location in Atwater Village that's been out of business for like two years. It would be a beautiful place for a real brick and mortar goop kitchen. Totally agree. If you're listening, yeah. and you're not. Um, right on the corner of Glendale Boulevard, right by where the farmer's market is. They've had a series of failed restaurants there the entire time I've lived in Atwater, but it's a beautiful location. All right. You heard it here first. Uh, I need to get into real estate development as well as my stock career. You're going to be so rich. I really chose the wrong thing to do. Oh, well. Okay. Well, let's um, not talk about that now. No. Guys, uh, thank you for our, your patience while we were, um, you know, in our far-flung exotic locales. Yeah, thank you so much um, for being patient, for listening, for just being here and being yourself. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll be back soon. We're we're gonna get that metabolism powder, maybe a couple other things, and then do a a Patreon pod, uh, you know, reviewing all of it. So yeah, so we'll do that soon. Stay tuned for that. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J U V E 
D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 